Welcome to the Assemble Dance Studio Podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Deborah. I'm so excited to have this chat. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. I already mentioned to Deborah beforehand, if you're watching or if you're sorry, listening to this podcast, you will not be able to see it. So I encourage you to have a look on YouTube or on Instagram. But Deborah has the most amazing background and amazing office. So it's very makes me look very happy just looking at it. So I, I, can't, I imagine it's a great space to work. Absolutely, yes. It's it's my own space. It's, it's out in my garden, so I can do what I want in it, and I can have it baby pink and all pretty, and not worry <laughs> about what my husband thinks. So <laughs> it's amazing, and it really makes a difference to my mindset, Claire. Like I come in here, and it's just my perfect space, and you know the creativity flows. I'm happy to be here. So yeah, I always try and and kind of encourage dance to you owners to have a clutter-free space that they love to work in I I completely agree and I'm just laughing because I'm in my spare room and you can't see there's like an xbox thing next to me and then there's <laughs> stuff but um at the studio we try and have um you know a, a space that is really again the clutter I think is really what helps when you're creating but Anyway, that is besides the point. So for uh, people who have never heard about you before, Deborah, or just getting to know you, can you tell me a little bit about your business and I guess how you like specifically started working with dance studio owners? Yeah, sure. So I'm a, a dance teacher like like everybody else, but I ran my own schools uh, for over 25 years. I had five branches at one point, also a franchise theatre school. I'm also an examiner for the ISTD, so I examine modern and tap dance around the UK um, and I also teach teachers to become qualified ISTD teachers so I've kind of had many hats and done mm -hmm. it for a really long time <laughs> um, but you know I got to the stage a few years back now where I looked at my business and I thought for a business that's been established 25 years why am I not earning more money <laughs> like I know people that have businesses for 25 years and they're millionaires. Like that was a very, very long way off for me. And I just kind of thought, you know, why in the dance industry do, do we not have more profitable businesses, especially here in the UK? And so I kind of decided to go on a bit of a, a new mission and I went about studying business in the performing arts. And so I had a wonderful mentor. I spent the next three or four years learning, and I'm still learning. I've spent thousands and thousands of pounds on courses and mentors and coaches and traveling around the world. Um, and really, I initially did it for myself so that I could improve the businesses that I had. But I had a bit of a light bulb moment at a retreat that I was on where I actually realized that 
I wasn't learning all this for me. I was learning it because I really needed to share it with the rest of the world. And particularly in the UK, because you guys have got some great programs over in Australia and there's some great stuff going on in the States, but we have zero coaching opportunities in the UK. And so, you know, not wanting to tread on anyone's feet, I just kind of thought, right, you know, England and Europe needs um, a little bit of this as well. So it, I started doing some one-to-one -one work with people, um, friends initially, that I just kind of found myself kind of just throwing advice at them. <laughs> um, and in my examining, moving, working around the country and going to many, many different dance schools, I could see so many gaps in the business understanding within those schools. And I was desperate to jump in and say, just need to do this, <laughs> just do a little bit more of that. And it just built this fire in me to, to really want to help other studio owners to not spend 25 years struggling. <laughs> and so I started my one-to-one -one business, COVID happened. I realized that I couldn't fit everybody in one-to-one -one alongside running my school. And so I made the really big choice, a really big decision to sell all my dance businesses to go full out with the coaching um, and to just go to a group coaching model where I could help so many more people. And that's where I found myself. That's how Dance Business Lab was born about 18 months ago. Wow, that is an amazing story. And that is so interesting to hear. And I didn't realize that you'd sold your studios just not that long ago. So that's really a massive step. So congratulations. and. Uh, it's so exciting to hear that your coaching business is going so well. So along with group coaching, I know you have a couple of like amazing physical products as well. So did that come from, uh, you know, being a studio owner yourself and knowing what you sort of wanted and needed? So can you explain a little bit about what you have and, you know, how they came to be as well? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's been a really interesting journey for me because although I'd spent a lot of time learning a lot more about business strategies, that was for the dance studio owners. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. I found myself as an online business coach. So, you know, a lot of the learning for me in the last 18 months has been how to successfully become a coach, an online coach. And one of those things is the sales funnel, you know, and understanding how to get how to get people aware of you. You know, this is the same in any business really, but mm -hmm. how to get people aware, how to get them to start engaging and interacting with you and then obviously eventually how to get them buying from you and so one of the things that I kind of was put to me was to create a, a physical planner a dance business planner because I actually have an awesome planner it's really expensive I treat myself to it once a year and it's just beautiful and elegant and it's thick and it gives me all the places where I can put in my goals, my ambitions, my successes, my numbers, my figures and I live by this plan. I love it. And I just suddenly looked at this and thought, why don't I create something like this but bespoke for dance studio owners so that rather than it just saying, you know, website traffic and, you know, income growth, I could actually be a bit more specific. So mm. in my planner, I've got things like um, student numbers, you know, num uh, trial lessons booked in, numbers converted, um, you know, so it actually speaks, you know, it's purely to the dance industry. And I do a little bit of teaching at the beginning of the planner. So there's um, a little bit of space at the beginning where I just 
give a few strategies as to, as to what to work on, how people can become more organized. But the really big thing for me is the beginning of each month, we set goals, we decide what we want to achieve, and at the end of the month, we evaluate them. Because I'm sure you all agree that, you know, if you're not evaluating the things you're doing in your business, at least on a monthly basis, how do you make improvements to them? <laughs> how, do, how do you, you know, how do you go forwards in your business if you're not looking at what you've done and, and how, it, how it worked out? Um, and so just getting people to plan their time, plan their, I call it the queen bee time, the time when they're working on the business and, you know, to plan out that queen bee time throughout the month and what it is you're trying to achieve. Like we have to be purposeful in our businesses, don't we? Absolutely. And so you mentioned that because I was thinking behind you, it looks like a little beehive. So I'm not sure if that was intentional, but that looks really, that's what I thought it looked like before. So yeah, I think like you said, it's really important to carve out that time uh, for business owners and for dance teachers and dance studio owners to evaluate, to uh, see, you know, what they have achieved, if they're, what they are planning is not moving their business forward. And I, I have been doing more um, research and really diving into uh, business plans and having like a proper business plan that we have like our five and 10 year goals and then breaking it down yearly, quarterly, monthly. So having a planner and something like that is, you know, you can take that overall business plan and then use it to start actually implementing every month and then week and then day by day versus just, you know, Oh, what have I, I've got so much work to do today, emails, 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 and then not moving the business forward. So I think having a plan like that is really awesome. And if people want to check that out, I imagine it's on your website to have a look at. Yeah, it's, um, it's actually for sale on Amazon. Um, oh. so, yeah, I've got the, I mean, I'll show the book because it will obviously be repurposed into, oh, um, wow. so the, the book has basically got a picture on the front of, a pair of feet, one in a point shoe and one in a stiletto, a Louboutin. <laughs> in fact, like an, an interesting, um, really fab fact to share about this cover of this book. I had it designed for me and um, I have two memberships. I have a, a kind of a, a, a normal membership. I don't think I should call it normal. My, my main <laughs> membership maybe, which is called Sparks. And then I have a higher tier membership, which is called Ignite. And um, in Ignite, just what you said, we actually start in January and we plan out the whole entire year literally month by month week by week in even every week like we plan out exactly what they're on it's called the mission plan and one of the ladies in there we, I get everyone to set a goal and how they're going to reward themselves if they hit their goal by the end of the year and I had this lovely message sent to me with a photo of one of my members and this was like back in maybe June so only halfway through the 12 month plan and she sent me a picture of herself in London buying a pair of Louboutins and I was like oh my god that's amazing why are you like whoa <laughs> and she was like my goal was to hit x number of students by the end of the year and my reward for myself if I got there was a pair of Louboutins and she said and I hit my goal in six months and she actually bought the same Louboutins that's on the front of the cover she's bought like beige tan ones with the red soles just to kind of because that was her whole vision which I just loved so much <laughs> but yeah so I think um 
you can buy it on um, Amazon. It's called the Ultimate Dance Business Planner. And if you can't remember that, if you just type in Deborah Laws as the author, it will bring that up. And there's even little matching notebooks. So you can have a whole stationery. So there's like a plain page one and a lined paper one. So you can have oh. beautiful matching stationery for those that love stationery. Oh, <laughs> I don't know whether it's like a business thing or I don't know what, but I think everyone I know loves stationery. So it is, I'm sure, and it looks lovely. So I encourage everyone to check that out. Now, you, again, have given us a little bit of insight into, you know, that you used to own your dance studios and now you're focusing on your coaching biz and you have this amazing office in your garden. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, about yourself, I guess, a bit more and what a regular day looks like for you, maybe at the moment. It, again, the, if you're listening to this, you know, years in advance or in the future, not, you know, in the past, uh, we are in 2021 and we have been, well, in, a, in Australia, we've been in and out of lockdown. And I know um, in the UK, you've been in lockdown and now mostly out of it. But I guess, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what a regular day looks like for you at the moment? Yeah, so, well, because I sold my dance businesses, you know, um, in in the middle of lockdown, life kind of changed dramatically for me sort of partway through. And in, in fact, it was quite a sad um, ending, really, because as I said, I've had my school for many, many years. And we literally were kind of two weeks into the end of one of our terms when lockdown happened. So obviously I had to send out an email, sorry guys, no more classes till the end of term. Um, depending on what happens, we'll be back after Easter um, and we may have to move online. Um, and that was the last time I saw my kids. That was the last time because I then sold my school. Um, we, were, we were on Zoom for the whole of the, our, our summer term and then someone took over three months later. So I never got to say goodbye to any of my students. You know, it was a whole video party thing that we did. So that was really strange for me, but then so from last September, like instead of the normal dance studio lifestyle, which is uh, probably the same for you guys, you know, working in the office all day, run upstairs, get your leggings on, go out the door at four o'clock, teach till 10, <laughs> come home, do a bit more office work. Like that's the kind of the normal day for a dance studio here in the UK. I don't know if it's the same for you guys. Um, and that all changed because I no longer needed to go out the door. You know, I was, my day now is a really corporate day in terms of it's nine till five, you know, and because I have my office at home, you know, I, I give myself set times in the day where I say to my husband, I'll be in at half past 12 for lunch and I'll be finished. I promise I'll be finished at half past five. If I'm not, they start flickering the lights outside in the garden. <laughs> my husband's like, it's tea time. Dinner's on the table. It's, it's quarter to six. What's happened to the schedule? <laughs> And I'm really generally very good at sticking to my office times. Um, and I love it. I still get up every day and do hair and makeup and, and dress nicely because, you know, I probably see more people online than I did in real, in, in person now. Um, and, you know, I spend my day, I have a few one-to-one -one clients, although most of my, my work now is in group programs. So I spend time creating courses, um, networking, um, putting together lead generations or do running trainings, you know, all the kind of things you, you do all the time. Um, I just do it full time. Amazing. Well, it sounds like you are super passionate about what you do. And I think that that is the main thing. 
Uh, I'm sure a lot of dance studio owners who are listening to this can really relate to, like you said, about doing the office work all day and then quickly getting changed into the exercise gear and heading out the door. Um, I'm on maternity leave at the moment. So my life again is a little bit different, um, but it, it's still something I know that I just understand exactly what you're saying. And I'm sure everyone listening to knows, but it's just really exciting as well to hear about different people's day to day and, you know, how they've transitioned potentially out of the studio or how they run their business just so that, you know, there is other options out there for people as well, if they're interested in potentially moving into another arena after studio owner life or just, you know, a different way to think about it. So that's really cool. Yeah. And the thing is, I think a lot of people sometimes continue with their schools because it's all they know what how to do. That's all they think they can do. Mm. They don't think there are any other options. Um, and so for me, it was really exciting. I mean, I still um, do my examining. So that takes me mm. out of my office. <laughs> um, I still run my teacher training program. So that puts me in a studio occasionally not very often um so i still do kind of other things within the dance industry but i think you know i got to you know i hit 50 and thought is, is this what i'm doing now till i'm 60 till i'm 70 till i'm 80 like i don't know that there are any other options and i've lived in one area for the past 30 years and always felt very tied to that area because I could only live within a certain demographic of, of my studio, of my clients. Um, but actually the exciting thing for me now, having kind of transitioned to a new role within the dance industry, is that because my business is now all online, I can go anywhere. I can I can live anywhere. You know, so now busy making, you know, great goals and dreams for the future of, you know, where we want to live and um I'm up to London tomorrow for a business conference, another opportunity to learn. And, you know, I've got my membership call in the morning, which I'll do in the hotel room and then dive in, you know, an hour late, but I can still do that from wherever I am. And that's really exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And like you said, if some people I think thrive on like the stability and the, you know, the not repetitive nature, but like the, the, the security of, the dance studio and they really like that and then there's some people like yourself who you know it's really good for a time and then really looking forward to seeing what this next chapter is for you so that's really really amazing now aside from obviously the issues with lockdown and what that brings with your work with studio owners is there something that you're noticing at the moment that's consistent like with what studio owners are struggling with Mm, well, obviously, there's a plethora of things mm. that studio owners struggle with. Um, I think, I think the biggest struggle for us here in the UK, and I'm sure it's the same anywhere in the world at the moment, is just. I feel like everyone's had to be so strong for the last eighteen months. The emotional roller coaster, I feel, is really starting to take its toll. Um, you know, how much longer? can we be resilient how much longer can people put on a smile and <laughs> pull up their big girl pants and be brave and tackle what's thrown at them and all i'm experiencing really was it got to the our summer break i know our seasons are really different to you but at the moment we're in our summer our holidays and we got to the end of term and our dance years went that's it i am 
done. Like, I don't want to learn about business. I don't want to go on dance teachers courses. I just want to sit on a beach and blob out and be with my family. And so there's been a lot of just switching off and trying to recoup and re-energize. And we're about to go back into our, our beginning of our new academic term in about a week's time. So now everybody's starting to kind of go, oh, okay, right, I've got to pull this back together again. But I think the biggest thing that I discovered, I've discovered really since we came out of lockdown around April was we had an unprecedented amount of growth. Like it just came out of nowhere. I don't know if it's, it's happened for you and whereabouts you are exactly, but we had kids throwing themselves at dance schools and we suddenly had you know some of my members had like 100 140 tasters for like ridiculous numbers they were literally like Deborah how do I cope like this is amazing this is awesome but whoa this is a lot of new kids to onboard you know in in two weeks and um, I think so many parents had just been so stifled with their kids at home for such a long time. They just were desperate to get their kids out there doing activities, signing up to new things. And so, you know, any, if anybody else is kind of wondering what might happen when things start to ease and lockdown lifts and things start to feel a little bit more normal, I'm really hoping the same will happen for you guys. And you'll have, you know, this huge growth because that's what's happened for us over here. Well, that's really exciting. And I'm sure that, you know, it, like you said, a really good problem to have. Um, I know, again, I have listeners and clients in the US and they, some of them had really sort of explosive growth when they came out of lockdown. But now again, there's that, you know, little bit of fear and coming sort of back in. So there's like a bit sort of easing off. And then in Australia, we've just had, just so bizarre because we really cruised through last year and now well, not, I'm um, personally not but I know a lot of my friends on the east coast down south have been in lockdown for up to like eight or nine weeks now even more so um, I think that they are probably hoping and praying that when they come out that the same thing happens for them so um, it's good to know that that is possible and like you said a really great problem to have but still something that you need to deal with if you're wanting to retain all those students so um yeah absolutely. and it's the retention element that i focused on in the last couple of months in fact i've just finished a challenge week last week for everybody purely based on retention because like you said to me just now what's the biggest problem well as you said it's a lovely problem to have but the biggest thing now is that people need to keep these kids so i've been really focusing on teaching everyone you know high level retention strategies because um bizarrely you know having come through this em emotional roller coaster the last 18 months most of my members are now saying their schools are bigger than they've ever been like <laughs> you know bigger Wonderful. than they were lockdown which is just mm. you know it's so lovely after everyone's had such a tough tough time yeah but I do think like you said that paramount is then placing the importance on retaining those students and not just letting them you know enjoy it for like a week like you want them to kind of continue but I'm sure that they're all across that and that's super super awesome now we did touch on your planners a little bit in before about how it can help with organization and we talked a little bit about where you like going to put numbers and tracking things but can you tell me a little bit more specifically how you think and maybe how you use or your clients use the planners to really 
like strategize and help with dance studio growth? Yeah, so I have this thing that I call the STARS system, S-T-A-R-S, it's an acronym. Um, and it's basically five areas that I encourage everybody to work on consistently. And that's the thing. I think what happens because people don't plan and set out how they're going to work in their business, it's just putting out fires most of the time, isn't it? Oh my gosh, I need some more students. I need to focus on marketing. And then four weeks later, oh, I haven't touched base with my teachers for a while. Maybe I need to do that this week. And, and people just kind of run around doing what feels like is the most next important thing to do. So one of the things I try and get people to realize is that actually you can't neglect your team for any length of time. You can't neglect your systems and, you know, keeping on top of your, your admin and your um, customer service. You can't neglect your retention. So um, I try and get people to learn how to map out every month one element of strategy, so something that they're going to do in terms of growing and strategizing in their business, um, elements of looking after their team, if they've got a team of teachers, um, if they haven't got a team of teachers, I get them to replace that with self growth. So things to work on yourself. If you don't have teachers, um, I get them working out what are they going to do to grow their numbers. So what's their attraction strategy for the month? we work on some retention aspects and then we work on some systems so um, at the beginning of every month i have a section for each of those different five areas i call them the five pillars that hold up the business and they actually write what am i going to do what's the intention behind what i'm going to do and what am i hoping the outcome is going to be and when that's planned out you know at the beginning of every month you can then transfer that into weeks what's happening each week how am i going to work sometimes you might have a whole week that you work on attraction which is fine as long as the next week you do a whole week on retention that's throughout the month it's just you've got to show up haven't you in each area of the business that's really amazing and yeah i agree and i know um like i myself have like a different acronym but again it's generally similar kind of areas and I know there's probably a lot of people out there that have this sort of similar thing as well but again it's those how are we going to grow but how are we going to retain and then also thinking about the back end of the business because I often talk to my clients and on the podcast about you know it's all well and good to put all this money into ads and getting new students but if your business isn't working they're not going to stay so it's all about having like a foundation there. And I think that that's really awesome that you have that in your planner again, for them to people to re be reviewing every month. That's really awesome. Now, as well, you've already told me about your group coaching, you've got your one-on-ones, you've got your amazing planners. So what's next for you in your business? Like, what are you working on at the moment? What is sort of exciting you moving forward? Oh gosh, so many things. As creative people, <laughs> and especially with a new business that you're so energized by, you know, I'm just full of ideas. Um, so I have a retreat, a dance business owners retreat, which is in February, which is already sold out. So there's about wow. 30 of us. Yeah, sold out like in June. I, I launched it in March and we were sold out by June. So Amazing. really looking forward to that. Because of course, it's all online so you know we don't actually physically meet every fortnight so to actually have you know a whole weekend in our pajamas <laughs> i might get dressed at some point <laughs> just hanging out with each other and learning together and just having that that girly time with people that know our businesses i am so excited for that and then i'm hoping um 
maybe next year, potentially the year after that I'll do an international retreat so that it will be somewhere hot and sunny, which would be nice because we don't get that in the UK. <laughs> Um, so retreats are definitely all happening. Um, I'm hoping to have um, uh, another course. I've just done a, an eight week course, which was called Pricing Perfection. And it was to basically sort out everybody's fee structures, their pricing, their discounting, and then automating the whole lot so that they're no longer collecting fees. And that was, it was more than I could deliver in one of my membership calls. It was more than I could do in a little mini course so i turned it into a full-blown kind of do it with you course and mm. we finished that so i'm gonna hopefully have another another course but with a different topic i haven't decided quite yet so there's courses there's retreats um i've also started really networking and doing some fabulous affiliations with other people in the dance industry um so you know there's there's links that i'm gonna have to some franchises and I'm working with a big convention to be their um, kind of online business coach for the the teachers membership that they have. So lots of things in the lots of things in the pipeline. Very exciting. Very exciting. And congratulations again. I'm that sounds amazing. So look forward to seeing how that grows. And now I guess my last question I like to ask my guests because I'm a little bit nosy is what are your three favorite tools or apps that you're using at the moment? Oh, okay. So, um, well, I use a I use a piece of software that is actually quite well known in Australia, but nobody uses it over here. And it's it's probably not one I would actually recommend to dance studio owners because it's potentially does too much. But I my CRM is um, called Entreport. And with Entreport, I can use, it's my CRM, it houses my website, it houses all my um, checkouts, it's like an e-commerce site, it gives me all my stats and my reports. It's an email server, so I don't need to use MailChimp or MailerLite. It literally is like every piece of software you could want in one bundle. Um, but it's quite expensive and it's probably a bit more than most studio owners need um so um in terms of other apps have you heard of text expander i have but i i i don't i don't remember exactly what it is i, I is it something like a shortcut tell me a little bit more about it i can't remember exactly it's just the most fab little app you'll ever come across. You can see those of you that can see me by the smile on my face. It gets me so excited. It's literally like $3 a month. It's ridiculously cheap and you can have it on your laptop or on your phone. And basically what you do is you create these things called snippets and they're pieces of information. So it could be your bank details. It could be your email that you send out when someone inquires about uniform. It could be your first email response. Um, and you just you type it all into this app so you then save it and rather than having to copy and paste information you then create a shortcut so for example my bank details were b1 and that was for one bank account. and then I had b2 and then I had b3 so I had like various different ones and then you just type in b1 and it just goes ping and pops up on the screen and it can be anything from like a sentence to five pages so my email response when somebody would inquire for example from a theater school there was quite a lot of information um it had links to things it had 
days, times, everything. It was like a template that we had, um, that we put together that kind of dealt with all the questions in one email. And it was massive. And, you know, my little shortcut for that was R1. And if somebody, I'd be in the shop trying on a pair of jeans and I'd, <laughs> I'd get an email inquiry coming through for the theater school. I'd just pick up my phone and go R1 and put the person's name at the top, ping, gone. Like the whole lot. And people would email me back, how did you type that much information in like, I, I only emailed you 20 seconds ago, <laughs> but really great for those, those emails or those messages that you do all the time. You know, the ones that people are always asking you this information or that information, you know, when you come up to recital, you could have a whole bunch of, you know, whole newsletter you could have saved in, in a, in a code, and then you can just ping it out to people. So that's a really fab fab little app that's called text expander amazing I, I had heard of that i think and i probably checked it out but it's not something i use personally but i can definitely see how it would be super super helpful so thank you for sharing that with us and all the listeners now if um anyone is really interested in your uh planner you said you can get it from amazon um and find the information just by searching your name as well but if they want to find you anywhere else or follow you on socials what should they look up to be able to find you Okay, so the business is called Dance Business Lab, and it's at Dance Business Lab on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and the website is dancebusinesslab.com. And the, the planners are on Amazon. And the great thing is they have just launched um, Amazon in Australia. So previously, when people ordered the planners, they then had to pay a huge postage for Amazon to send it over. But now they're actually printing in Australia. So now you just you can get it on Prime or you can just have it sent through really cheap. So um, yeah, Amazon for the planner. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Deborah. It was awesome getting to know you and all about your business. And thank you for sharing your insights. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely hanging out with you guys today. Thank you for listening to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.